Hey everyone, welcome to our online service experience here at Centralia Community Church. We're so glad that you've chosen to join us this morning and want to invite you just to engage and be a part of what uh, we're about this morning. Our theme is the telling of kingdom stories. And so we've got some testimonies, we've got some teaching and worship. And again, just challenge you to be engaged in this time together. I want to remind you, of course, that all of our materials can be accessed through the Church Center app on your smartphone. Of course, you can also go on our website and access some of those same materials. But part of that, of course, is the digital connection card. I want to encourage each of you to get one of those filled out. Um, also, you have access to the options of online giving and other announcements of things that are coming up. Speaking of that, um, in this coming week or so, we're going to be coming online on our website with some of our winter session uh, learning communities, our classes that we'll be offering, several of those virtually. So make sure that you're tying in to our church website or going to our What's Happening page so you can get some of the latest information. You know, we've just recently recently come off of Christmas. I trust that you've had a wonderful Christmas experience, albeit different this year. And um, we're just excited to gather in this time this morning. So I want to encourage you as we move into our worship, uh, just to participate as a family there at home. Hope you're doing well. Thanks for joining us this morning.
Good morning. Uh, it's good to be with you, and thank you for tuning in. Uh, we, uh, for this morning, are going to tell, and you're going to hear some kingdom stories. Uh, and so, in Matthew, at the tail end of the Sermon on the Mount, uh, Jesus tells all those who are listening, Seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. And, and there are other moments in Scripture, in the Gospels, where Jesus talks about uh, the kingdom breaking in, the kingdom coming, and, and the kingdom is near. And so uh, we recognize that God's kingdom, when it comes to earth, when it breaks through, that there are good things in store that he has for us and those around us. And so this morning, we've got Ray here with us, and he's going to share with us uh, what God, what, where he's seen God at work. And uh, so, Ray, thanks for being, a, being here with us. And thanks for having me. Yeah, so um, where is it that you have seen God breaking in in your everyday? Well, I guess, you know, my... My kingdom moment covers a lot of years. Um, you and I have talked about this before. You know, many years ago, um, I worked downtown Seattle, and the homeless people traveled from one side of town to the mission to get their soup every day. People that I felt, you know, honestly, I had no desire to work with to help people that didn't help themselves. In my arid, barren soul, I would ask them to tell me a story, a good story, a good reason to believe that there was a purpose for them to be homeless. Why are you in this position? Many years ago, 20 plus years ago, I had a woman with a young child come to me and she told me her story and it touched my heart. That and an invitation to serve a meal at Christmas with Judy Howard at Emmanuel Lutheran Church. And, and this was 20 years ago? 20 years the first, ago. The yeah. first time? Yeah. yeah. And so um, it's just trickled down from there. God keeps placing these people in front of me to keep me moving with His will instead of my own. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, just this engagement with those who find themselves without a home, those who are struggling uh, immensely. Um, and, and you've been engaged in various ways uh, w with uh, this group of people. And what are those ways that you've engaged uh, with people who are homeless, really struggling in that way? Yeah, so um, I've worked a lot with homeless shelters, um, housing authority, um, along with just the simple things, serving meals. I literally stop on the streets of our town, our community, and, and, and talk to these people. You know, we talk about Matthew. He 
who does for the least of us does does for me, you know, in, in simple terms. And to make these people feel like they're part of this whole big picture, you know, of life, yeah. of where we're going when this is through. And although it, it started with something that I had no desire to do, God has just put it in my heart. And, and I want these people to be successful. I want them to get from where they are to where God wants them to be. That story's different with each one of them. You know, it, it ends in a different spot. Yeah. But being able to help them in whatever small, tiny way that I can advance God's kingdom. Yeah, and so just that piece of uh, this has to be God. Yes. <laughs> because there's no way that I would choose No. to spend the, t the time and resources that you have. What these people are currently, homeless, um, choosing to be there, a lot of them, um, goes against my upbringing. What I think we're meant to be. I, I feel like they're, or felt like they were just a drag on our community of no good at all. And you know, and you know it's God working when you take this most, most absolute barren part of my soul and it produces fruit. Nothing else could, could have the power to change me the way that this has. Yeah. Yeah, and so, I mean, you even talk about engaging in uh, the, the lives of uh, the people that you've connected with who are struggling, um, but how, you know, the time that you give, the resources you, you give and have, um, but the change occurs in you, in, in helping and, and being with them. You know, um, seeing hearts change towards God is a really big deal. The, the change in their hearts is wonderful, but the change in mine is just beyond belief for me yeah you know in all my faith and all my beliefs i just this area is just so opposed to what i stood for before jesus jumped in and said this is where you're going and to put person after person into my life to ensure my strength through this with this walk with the same people that i oppressed I mean, honestly, um, not only did I not do anything, but I probably oppressed these same people. Yeah. There's so many moments in, in my life that just to this that are steered by, by God. There's just no other explanation for why I do what I do today. Yeah. Well, and what a testament to even being faithful uh, to God's call and, and the kingdom breaking in to say, all right, God, yes. Um, this is kind of opposite to who I am and what I'm about, but okay, God, yes. And then to see how the people that God has put in your path, um, the, the conversations you've had, uh, even with people who were in leadership of some of these other organizations who are asking you, what do you think about how we're caring for what's needed uh, for people who are struggling? Yeah, you know, it's gone from help and serve a meal a few times a year to heights that I would have never expected to reach. You know, just the ability to communicate, you know, when I called the housing authority last week to set up a meeting trying to figure out what some of the shortfalls in the system are. Yeah. And for them to actually respond to me. <laughs> you know, I mean, this is, God sent an email. He did something. This spans a lot of churches. Yeah. A lot of time and a lot of people. 
in our community and it's amazing. It does. So like the hub uh, where you are connected with this pastor here and this pastor there and this community leader here, uh, they don't may not know each other, have conversations with each other, but they have conversations with you. Right. We spread it. <laughs> we just spread it. Yeah. Wherever Jesus sends us, we just keep spreading it out. So good. So good. God has chosen to teach me humility in a really special way. A way that touches my heart every day. Yeah, and, and that's incredible. It's an amazing story and to see where God is, has taken you. So thank you for sharing your story. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Appreciate it. Store every heart that is broken.
shout your praise. Our hearts will cry, these bones will sing. Great are you, Lord. All the earth will shout your praise. Our hearts will cry, these bones will sing. Great. Today we are, I'm going to be talking with America Jones here, and she's going to tell us a story of how uh, she has um, uh, seen uh, where God's kingdom is breaking in. Welcome, America. Thanks for joining uh, me and all those who are going to hear this story. I'm excited. So I first came uh, uh, to understand what was going on, I think, a bit when you're posting some stuff online. And so maybe just give some um, background to um, this kingdom story, this kingdom breaking in and what it's all about. Yeah. Um, so lately with staying at home because of all these COVID restrictions, I've kind of um, had time to dive into my own hobbies and kind of figuring out, oh, what do I love to do on my, with my free time by myself? I find a lot of creativity when I bake and when I cook. And so that became kind of a more prevalent thing that I was doing and um, we have a business and uh, my mom was like hey how about you start selling some goodies and a lot of people were buying stuff and I was just having a fun time at home it made made staying home seem a little better and more enjoyable being able to bake things and do things for people and then um, more disaster struck and the fires started um, being a very huge thing with uh, 
lots of families. And then especially when the Gordo fires hit, I had a lot of friends living in that area that um, kind of reached out to me and were like, hey, um, can we stay at your house? Um, that didn't end up happening, but uh, one of my friends was, her house was um, almost hit and it was a it was really scary for her so um, yeah, so these like, were these were in the fires and everyone was getting evacuated yes yes the grass is not green anymore let's just say that yeah. but um i was like maybe let's use this as an opportunity to kind of sell some baked goods and see if we can um get some money fundraised out of that to help one family who lost their house in that fire and at first I was really wanting to just promote the business and, hey, I'm at home all the time. I have food to bake and I want to sell it and make some of my own profit. And then I realized that's not really what the issue is anymore. I don't need all this money coming just to me, but rather doing things that I enjoy, not to benefit myself, but to benefit others. And a lot of people um, understood that because they wanted to help those in need at that time. but. They didn't really know how to and so that kind of gave them a basis for hey you know what i could enter this raffle and um possibly give enough money for those who need it what i loved when i when i first came across that was that um we're, we're all uh quarantined or stuck at home and all the things are are available to us and at times that might be or, or seem or be isolating but to be able to um you know, put some of your gifts and talents uh, at work and to help others. Uh, that was just inspiring for me to see that. Thank you. In in regards to that fundraiser, I mean, money was raised and able to give that to those who uh, were needing help and assistance from from their, whether the lost property or home and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so there was one family that uh, in the Bordeaux fire, there was one house that burned down and they lost almost everything. And so they were raising money, um, but that limit, like they fundraised all that money in about two days because people were um, really out there wanting to help. But this fundraiser was going about for a month long. And so um, it was donated to um, just Red, the Red Cross and yeah. um, it was to the disaster relief and for the Washington fire. So it's going directly to that. And it looked like it was gonna head towards Whitman County, which um, uh, still had some, uh, destruction issues and that needed the most support at the moment. Yeah, yeah. very cool. Very cool. So um, just as you reflect on on that time, what did you um, what did you feel? What did what, what came what came over you in those in those times as you reflect on that? Um, just because of the whole world right now and everything that's going on, I've just kind of decided to kind of look at the bigger picture rather than all the small issues that I have going on right now because that is not going to be a big deal in the long run. These little issues that I have going on or these problems or these things that I want, um, that is not what people need right now. And I just, I know that everybody has a talent or something they're good at and um, using that talent or hobby that you're good at to benefit others will make you feel really good about yourself. and. I, I cherish cherish that feeling more than the money that I would have gotten from that raffle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, has that um, has it helped in in just the maybe the isol isolation you have felt in those times where you're not able to go out and do the things that a year ago you were? And um, I mean, has that helped a bit? Yeah, it has. It's 
it's definitely helped because at the beginning of this isolation, I'm like, I don't know how long this is gonna go on. I don't know if I'm gonna get to see people in a long time, but although I'm not seeing these people in person, I know that, oh, they're communicating with me. They wanna help. And I just know like, if I were ever in a situation like that, there are people that would help me too. And it's, it's reassuring knowing that although we're all far apart right now, I think that most of us are more um, unified than ever. Yeah. Well, there isn't much more than uh, some really good uh, baked desserts that will bring people together. Yeah. So, um, uh, no, I love it, and I and I'm and I'm so blessed to have heard this story, to uh, know you, and to encourage you in in what you're doing. Again, this is about where do we see God's kingdom breaking in, even when uh, it looks like there's just an enormous amount of disaster that we you know we, we look out there, especially with the fires or. I mean, just the visual of seeing things burnt and gone, things that used to stand no longer are there. It's just ash and rubble. Uh, but to be able to um, recognize an invitation in there and pursue and, and partner with what God is already doing. Well, thank you for sharing your story, America, and with the rest of us and uh, hearing kingdom stories. These, When we get to share and hear kingdom stories, it's inspiring. It's encouraging. And uh, so I really encourage all of us, as we recognize where God's kingdom is breaking in, share that story, inspire and encourage those around you um, and the rest of us to know what God is doing, even when um, we aren't necessarily directly a part of it in relationship with others, we see how God's working uh, in and around us. So thanks for being with us.
We're here with Welcome Home. We are, I have been building a home for someone. We are Rosa. Building, Rosa. A mother. A mother with two kids. One kid's over there, somewhere. We talked to people about God. We actually knocked on doors and gave food packages. On Sunday, no, on Saturday, um, we got to pass out these. We got to tell them with, about God and they give them a little package of toilet paper, food. vegetable oil, rice, food. yes, food. Food, all the essentials. You know, seeing the people just light up or, you know, vice versa, not light up, but actually those that were leading the group, they just continued and they never, you know, lost hope and they, you know, they went to the next person and that was, you know, okay and amazing to watch. This was fun. It, it is fun. A mission trip was always something that I've been at church and saw and talked to my kids and it was something I've thought of doing. And so ironically I was watching Church From Home and um, I think Pastor Elmer mentioned that they're possibly going to do this mission trip and I was thinking, I think I could do this. And actually it's the way that, that God showed up everything. Truthfully, I didn't have a passport. I really got my passport the day before we flew out. I had an appointment at 9.30 in the morning. And, you know, we were all booked. We were trusting God and it all worked out. It was, you know, with no glitches, it was perfect. But for me, it was, you know, it's a big stretch to trust God to know that, you know, I'm just gonna do this. I came here because I wanted to build a house for a family in need and also have fun down here. And we're also helping children of God which is really cool. 
truthfully, I'm not really a detailed girl, and so I really didn't even know exactly where I was going. So my husband kept saying, do you not even know the name, you know? And so I'm like, well, I know that, you know, God's already went before us. So, you know, that was my, you know, my faith actually kept growing the more and more gates that were, you know, that opened and there was really no doors were closed. Out of my comfort zone also, I was going with really only one person that I knew and that, that was big on me, you know, that was big for me also out of my comfort zone too. And I've, you know, met some incredible friends on this trip and excited to, you know, to continue those relationships. He has shown me that it's good to help others and that we are all brothers and sisters. Yeah, it doesn't matter what country, which language, even if you don't speak it, you can still say hola and be friends with them. You have this idea that maybe I could be doing this and then I allowed myself, I was talked out of it so many, so many times, maybe it's not for me, maybe I don't know why, I just did it and if you have that desire, that little, you know, feeling in your heart that, you know, go for it because what do you have to lose? I mean, honestly, I've, I, nothing to lose. I, it's, I mean, I, like I said, I'm forever changed from this experience and I'm excited to, I can't, we're leaving um, tomorrow and I can't wait to come back again. <laughs> so, I mean, that's pretty cool. God has shown me that um, it's, it's good to help people in need and it doesn't matter where or what they, what color their skin is, what, what, how they speak, how they live by, just to help. The amazing things is how everybody came together and worked together to provide a home for Rosa, and it's amazing how, and to seeing this, you know, seeing the home that we built, that it's just like the, the joy of that. I think this would be a great house for her. I also hope is that she uses these, uh, she likes these plants. Um, some of the hopes I, for her is that she uh, has fun in this home, makes memories in it. Rosa, when she came to, you know, came this evening to give keys to a home that she was so, so, so excited for. And she said she's forever grateful to us. And what a gift to give her. You know, she said, if we're ever in Mexico, please stop by and I want to cook for you and I'll give you all the, you know, all the food that you want. And that was, I mean, we all love Mexican food. So definitely this is an experience that, you know, I definitely want to come back. I'm going to figure out a way that I can, you know, come back and do this again. And it's amazing to me for, it's just as much blessing it is to her as it is, you know, was to me to be able to do that. I'd come here every day if I wanted to. Except for that would take a while. I'd be here at 5 p.m. every day. If or you I just had to live here. go back and go home. Or I could live here. Yeah. This is awesome. So you've just heard uh, people tell you their kingdom stories, where, you, where they see God breaking in. And so essentially a kingdom story uh, is recognizing where God is breaking in in your life, what he is up to, uh, what he's doing, and how he's inviting you to participate in that kingdom work. Uh, it could be anything from a, a conversation with someone at the store or a phone call that you have or an interaction uh, with someone that uh, maybe you've known for a long time or even an interaction with a stranger that's the first time you've met them. But God is always at work in our lives and around us. And he's inviting uh, us to participate in his kingdom work in the world. Uh, a kingdom work that's about 
redeeming things that have been uh, broken, about restoring things uh, that uh, were lost, uh, about healing wounds, about uh, offering hope where there's hopelessness. Uh, these are the things God's uh, interested in. These are the things uh, God's kingdom is about. And so when, uh, when, when God's kingdom breaks in, we know it looks like you know, wrong things being made right. Uh, seeing justice flow where there's injustice or where, where injustice resides, where love can overcome and conquer hate. When those things happen, we know God is breaking in, kingdom is at work, uh, and, he, and God, when we see those things, God's inviting us into those things. And so in Mark 1.15, it says, the time has come, the kingdom of God is at hand or near. Repent and believe in the good news. And this is an invitation for us all. This is an invitation uh, from Jesus written to us here in, in the Gospel of Mark, but an invitation to say that, that the time is now. The time has come. Uh, there's, there's, uh, God's kingdom is breaking in all around us, and he's inviting us to participate. Um, he's inviting us to repent and believe, uh, to, uh, to come back to Him, to be in a closer relationship with Him. And when we do that, we can believe in a, into a, a way, into a direction uh, that God is calling us. And when we do that, we get to see and be a part of some really good things. Repent and believe in the good news and the things that God has for us. They are good. They are good. And so in in uh, Matthew chapter 16, Jesus is having a conversation with uh, Peter. And in the midst of this conversation, Jesus is speaking life into Peter. And uh, towards the tail end of this conversation, uh, he's, Jesus is telling Peter, look, you are, um, we asked Peter, who do you say that I am? And he says, you're the Christ, the Son of the living God. Uh, verse 17, and Jesus said to him, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, because flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. I also say to you that you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overpower it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And this is an invitation, is a, an encouragement to Peter, but it's also an invitation and encouragement to us. Uh, that in proclaiming Christ as our Savior, in, in walking in the way He's called us to walk, He gives us the keys to the kingdom as well. Uh, to see the things that I just mentioned, things that you've heard in these stories from the people who have, sh who have shared their story, their kingdom story, about how they've heard God's invitation to partner, to participate, uh, in his kingdom work and what they're doing and how that's going. Not all of this looks like a, a wrapped up gift uh, where there's a nice bow on it. Sometimes it's, it's kind of frayed. Sometimes it's kind of undone. And I'll finish this, uh, uh, this off with this story from uh, my time in, in uh, Mexico uh, this, this last month is um, I was, we were uh, out on the street and we were doing some street evangelism. We had some care packages to give out. And uh, the spot I was assigned to with my group was at the hospital, the, the local hospital. And so we were out front of the hospital and so there had uh, COVID restrictions. So only the patients could go inside much like we have here. And so everyone else had to wait outside. So there's kind of a lot of people waiting out in this courtyard kind of area or on the street or on the sidewalk. Uh, and, and we encountered this family whose father was in having surgery. Uh, and the, the word that the, the there was uh, two daughters and a son who were waiting there and, and uh, obviously in some obvious distress and concern for their father. And the, the surgeons and the doctor said, that, you know, we think your father has about a 20% chance of survival. And, 
um, and, and then they took uh, their father in for surgery. And so they're sitting outside waiting and our group, uh, one of the, the gals in our group had, had, had saw this, uh, these siblings sitting there just in distress and crying. And um, so they went over to, to offer some comfort and asked if they would like some prayer. And, and they said, yes, we would love some prayer. And so we uh, got down around them and began praying for their, for their father who was in surgery. Um, and then uh, gave them uh, a care package and um, let them know that they needed to connect with anybody. The, the church we were doing partnering with was down the road and that they, uh, there would be someone there that they could connect with. Uh, we walked on and met some other people and engaged and prayed with some others. And on our way back to the, to the bus, the vehicles, uh, to head back to the church, uh, we came up on this, these same three siblings. And um, they had just received news that from the, the nurses that came out and said their father didn't make it out of surgery. And so they're in tears and distraught, and we surrounded them again and prayed for them, prayed for their, their mom who was at home with the grandkids, and, um, uh, and boy, just the, sp the spirit to move in that moment. But I'm telling you, God was breaking in in that moment in a way that I was recognizing God's timing and providence in that moment something so unexpected. And that is not uh, something that's all wrapped up with a nice bow. I don't know how that, how it went for them as they went home to tell their mom the news that her husband had passed away in surgery. Uh, but what I do know is that God is faithful. And when he uh, uh, offers an opportunity to partner in his kingdom work, and when we're faithful to follow that in, in invitation, uh, there is good things that happened. Uh, and good things that do happen. And so uh, my encouragement to all of us is, uh, is to not let those kingdom moments pass us by, uh, to uh, recognize the invitation and to partner in God's kingdom work, uh, to participate in it, and then also to tell others about it. Uh, that the things that we get to be a part of, the things that we see, the conversations we have, share those stories because we are all encouraged uh, when we uh, know that others are engaging in God's kingdom work and they're participating it, in it and, and we get to be encouraged and uh, uplifted uh, and, and when uh, we get to hear those stories. So share those stories. Share it with your family. Share it with your loved ones. Share it here at church. But share those stories. Uh, let me close in prayer. Father God, thank you for this time, uh, this virtual experience to gather, to, to share, to, to tell stories, these kingdom stories. Uh, thank you, God, for those who, who, who have shared and their faithfulness to you, God, to, um, to hear your voice, to hear your calling, your, your urging invitation to you, to where you're at work and where you're inviting us to come and, and to be a part of that. And I pray for each of us who hear these words uh, that, to recognize that there's an invitation for each of us uh, to participate uh, in your kingdom breaking in. And, and when, we get to, when we do that, uh, when we're faithful God, in that call, God, we get to see good things. And I pray, God, that even in the midst of the year that we've experienced, uh, there's been good things that we have seen and been a part of, and there are good things in store for us in the future. So I pray we'd set our minds and hearts on those things, and we'd seek your kingdom first above all else, we would seek your kingdom um, and all else would take care of itself, God. You would make a way. So thank you, Lord, in your name, amen. Thanks for being with us.
creation suddenly articulate with a thousand tongues to lift one cry then from north to south and east to west we'd hear Christ be magnified Were the whole earth echoing His eminence His name would burst from sea and sky From rivers to the mountains tops we'd hear Christ melody
You know, what a great reminder for us, that desire for Christ to be magnified in us. Hey, I trust that you have been encouraged and also inspired this morning by the kingdom stories for us to consider what it means to be kingdom people and to be a part of this kingdom that, that Jesus continues to unfold in our world today. You know, speaking of Christ being magnified, I want to just um, remind you that starting next Sunday on January 3rd, we will be back uh, to meeting in person and of course also be live streaming for that 10 a.m. service. But we're going to be diving into the book of Colossians in the New Testament and our series theme is Rooted in Christ. So we hope that you'll plan to join us for that. Gosh, invite others, whether it's in person or whether it's virtually, we'd love to have you join in. You know, as we bring the year 2020 to a close, I don't think any of us are disappointed to turn the calendar to a new year. And while we know that there's no immediate change right around the corner, we know that there are some good things in store. And so I just want to encourage you today. I, I trust that as you move into the new year, the start of 2021, that it would be a positive experience, that you would have a happy new year experience and celebration. And just want to encourage you to stay engaged as, as we move forward. And as we also wrap up this year, I want to just thank you again for your faithful participation and engagement, your faithful stewardship in the supporting of the ministries of the church, and even here at year's end, to be mindful of the church in any of your year in giving. We just so appreciate your continued support, your continued engagement. So have a happy new year, and hey, we're praying for you as we move into this year for all God has for each and every one of us. God bless you guys.